Welcome to the Hot Copy Podcast with your hosts, Belinda Weaver and Kate Toon. In each 20-minute episode, we'll be sharing the secrets of successful copywriters, including copywriting tips, shortcuts, writing resources, interviews, and laughs, all focused on helping you to become a better copywriter. I'm Belinda Weaver, and this is my regular co-host, Kate Toon. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking some copywriting techniques, specifically about features and benefits. We're going to share some tips on getting to the benefits that really sell. Okay, talking about features and benefits isn't really new, I have to say that. But I think a lot of copywriters still get tripped up on this and they fall short of digging deep enough. What do you think, Kate? Yeah, I think many don't go past explaining to clients that a feature is what something is or has and a benefit is all about the advantage. Um, I also think, you know, lots of people focus too much on listing out the features of products without sort of really translating that into how it could benefit the customer. Yeah, I think I completely agree. And I thought we could start this one by explaining what each thing is so that everyone listening, you know, we all understand what we're talking about. So just as you said, a feature is a fact that describe what a product or service is or has. So, you know, if we're talking about a hammer, it's something like the wooden handle or the silicon grip or, you know, the shape of the claw to pull out difficult nails or whatever hammers have. Um, Maybe the features of a service might be available times for appointments or the number of consultants that are available or the fact that there's on-site parking. Cool. That makes sense to me. So I I will take the benefit. Um, A product benefit is how much the product gives the reader an advantage, how it helps them or aids them or, if possible, how it can completely change their life. Um, my dad said, well, I thought my dad made this up, but apparently it's a very commonly known phrase. But he always says to me, people don't want to buy drills, they want to buy holes. So I thought that was a Derek Toon quote, good on your dad. But no, apparently he just nicked it off the internet like everyone else. Benefits come in all shapes and sizes, but they generally fall into a few broad categories. So financial benefits, which is how a product will help you earn or save money. Emotional benefits, so how the product will change the way you feel or evoke an emotion. It might make you happy, excited, satisfied, calm or content. I could do with some of that calm and content right now. And practical benefits, usually along the lines of helping you save time or do something faster or do something better. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll add one more. There are something called a psychosocial benefit try saying that 10 times Um, and these are the things that kind of um, reflect back on how you feel as a person so they're a bit different to the emotional benefits and as an example like you have cleaning products and there are lots of cleaning products and they sell a clean kitchen that's a big benefit but they're also selling you as a person as a good mother or a good father for that matter Uh, maybe cars they sell you a comfortable safe ride but they're also selling you as a successful man or woman in control of the destiny so they're the psychosocial benefits as well so they're kind of feeding your ego in a way absolutely (laughs) is that right 
Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, I found a really great way to learn about benefits is to watch any of the shopping channels. Um, my six-year-old is obsessed with them. I have to keep going into the lounge and telling him to turn it back to um, ABC. But he's officially so he's officially banned from watching the channel. Um, but he is obsessed with things like the nicer dicer or the <gasps> robo vacuum or anything like that. And he can list the benefits of a whole range of products. Like he will come in and he'll say, Mom, do you find it difficult to vacuum your floors? Well, you need to buy a robot vacuum, you know? And he just, he's got it all, he's got it really sorted. He explains the features super quickly. So he tells me there's a remote control, there's good buttons, you can recharge it. Um, but he's also very clear on the benefits. So he tells me that the benefit, the financial benefit is it will cost the same as a regular vacuum. So I'm not spending any more money. The practical one is that it will save me so much time and effort. And the emotional one means that I can relax knowing that the RoboVac is doing the hard work for me and I can spend more time with him playing with his Lego. Oh my so God, go. he's nailed it. I know. He's all over that stuff. It's amazing. And, and, he, he, and, we, and he sold me so well that we now own a RoboVacuum. Awesome. And, but it goes to show how, how much these infomercials, you know, they're 30 minutes long to sell a RoboVac, but they really nail the persuasiveness. And I think that's the importance of getting to those benefits. But, you know, one thing I think we're missing between these two elements of the features and benefits is – uh, is the advantage. So, you know, there's a, a formula called FAB, features, advantage, advantages, benefits. And the advantage is what you can do or why it's needed. So they often sound a bit like benefits and, and I guess they are, but I don't think they dig deep enough. And I think this is where a lot of copywriters and, and maybe business owners writing their own copy stop. Um, so I want to run through an example. So, you know, you're a copywriter and you're based in Melbourne, which would be a feature because that's the location. And so, you know, you wonder what the benefits of this are. It means you can service local Melbourne businesses, which is an advantage because it's something you can do. And the benefit of that is that you can uh, talk through these businesses' needs and your copy, you can talk to them face-to-face. -face. That's something you can do, so that's still an advantage. And the reason that's a good thing is that you can get their copywriting so that it exactly meets their needs and delivers more profitable results. Now, we're talking about more profitable results. That is a really big financial benefit that a business owner will actually care about. So, you know, the reason I mention the advantages is that they are beneficial, but it's really important to keep on digging. So that means it's almost a step after the benefit. It's like even deeper than the benefit. Is that right? Well, I think the benefits are a step deeper than an advantage. So you start oh, with, yeah, you start with a feature, which is something it has. You move to an advantage, which is something it does. But like you said at the start, the benefit is how it changes my life. Oh, I see. It all makes sense to me now. You see, I've still got a thing or two to learn um, and I don't mind admitting it. <laughs> But I think, you know, I think with your writing, you, Kate, you obviously know this, but you do it at a more instinctive level. Well, that's a very polite thing to say. Thank you. <laughs> See, whereas I kind of, I'm a process robot. So I like to, you know, I actually have a process that I use to work through these features, advantages and benefits. And it's something I teach in my copywriting class. And, and I thought it might be useful to share 
to the, with the listeners as well. Um, yeah. You know, there's no one way to do this and there's no right or wrong way to do this. This is just something I find useful. And I call it the so what technique. So basically, you imagine you're explaining your product or service to a stony-faced customer and you're telling them about the features and they say, so what? And so you use one of the common kind of transitional linking phrases, which means that... And you explain a little bit more and you have to kind of keep explaining because they keep saying, so what, so what, why should I care? And that's actually forcing you to move past all the kind of trivial stuff until you can't answer that question anymore because you've actually hit upon a benefit that makes them go, wow. So wow. That, that's my process. The so what process. I'm loving that. Maybe we could have like a downloadable that just says so what that people can stick to computers. <laughs> like a little flashcard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's kind of like when teenagers say whatever. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so the robot vacuum does this, whatever. Okay, I get it. I get it. So should we run through an example? Because, you know, it'll, for anyone who's not quite following, it'll make it a bit clearer. Okay, can I be your so water then? <laughs> yeah, or your or my whatever. I'll do I'll do so what because I think whatever will get a bit annoying. Okay, you go. Okay, so I have a cleaning product and it's a kitchen cleaner and it's a wipe. That's the feature. So so what? <laughs> so the wipe means that you don't have the hassle of having a lot of cleaning cloths and sprays and other products. So you only need one wipe. So what? Gee, that is much more annoying with someone actually doing it. Um, <laughs> which means that you can get your cleaning done more quickly with less fuss without compromising the actual cleaning. Ah, I see. And the other benefit here is that you'll save more money as you don't need to buy heaps of cloths. Is that right? Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, I think we're still stopping in the territory of talking about advantages, which are beneficial, because fast cleaning is awesome, saving money is fantastic. But what's the result of those two things? And so we continue. So I've got one more, so what? Which means that you can spend more time and money doing fun stuff, having a wonderful life. Okay, you've sold me. I want to buy the cloth. But, you know, you can, you can see how that, that last step, that's the benefit that really will get people interested. And, you know, I think a lot of people uh, stop before they get there. And a lot of products and services will actually have more than one benefit. So what I do is I use this process to follow kind of through every rabbit hole to every benefit and then I choose the benefit that I think will be most relevant to the audience. Okay, that makes well sense. I think it's kind of, for me, it's almost easier to go through this process with a particular product, but I think it's a bit harder for a service sometimes. So how about we try out your so what method for a copywriter? So somebody listening to this, how could they you know, use this process to help them sell themselves. Excellent, excellent, because it is a bit trickier with the service. So I'll be the so water. Okay, cool. I'm going to use myself. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, so I am an award-winning SEO copywriter and SEO consultant. So what? Which means that I have lots of experience writing copy. So what? Um, so I can write really awesome copy really quickly and efficiently. So what? Oh my gosh. It's tough, uh, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, that means 
that I could help you win over more customers and therefore help you make more money. So there's your financial benefit, which is awesome. Okay, cool. And maybe also you'll have the peace of mind that comes from knowing that your copy is in like super experienced safe hands. Awesome. Emotional, psychosocial benefit. Okie dokie. And okay, let's push this. And you can actually get on with other stuff like writing your business rather than, than struggling with something you're not great at. That's the advantage, right? Or yeah, is benefit? That's the benefit. Like I think that's the okay. one that a business owner will go, I need to get on with running my business rather than sitting here trying to write brochure copy. That's yeah. the big benefit. And I don't think there's anything better than that. I don't think you can yeah. come up with anything better than that. Okay, well, I'm going to go and quickly rewrite my uh, homepage copy while you next <laughs> So, you know, extending this idea of features and advantages and benefits, one thing I heard of recently at the Copy Blogger conference in Denver, which was awesome, um, is the power of actually using disadvantages when talking about your features and your benefits. So... Let me explain. Dan Pink, he writes books on selling and he talked about the fact that an all positive feature list, so only good things, won't sell as well as a feature list with one small negative. And this was, he like reeled off all these numbers, which seemed authentic. And I have to admit, <laughs> I was surprised. So is that something you've heard of? Because I kind of hadn't. No, I've not heard of doing that, including a negative. Um, I mean, I think as I've mentioned on all of these podcasts, I'm more madness than method when it comes to copywriting and I don't really sort of have any rules. I just kind of pump it out. So, yeah, I can't see how that would work. Can you explain it? All right. So what this is what Dan explained. He said that the most important question isn't actually what's in it for me, which is something we talk about a lot as copywriters. You've got to answer the, the what's in it for me question for customers. He said a more important question is compared to what? So what he said is what you're doing is helping people compare different products because that's what we do when we shop. We're comparing different products. And the idea is that a one product with a small honest blemish, and it has to be small, will make people kind of question what the other products are hiding because they seem too perfect. Or they okay. might realize that everything else in the list is so good that that tiny little blemish doesn't actually matter. So it's about shining a spotlight on all the other features and making you more credible because you're being really transparent. Okay. So I think I've got a good example of this. Um, I often say on my site that I'm not the cheapest of copywriters and that I'm actually kind of at the top end of the financial scale when it comes to writing. So my disadvantage or my tiny blemish would be, how I like to put it, is that I'm reassuringly expensive. But in reality, that blemish or negative might actually make people more likely to buy from me um, because you kind of get the impression that you get what you pay for and, and expensive copy might be better than cheap copy. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's that's exactly right. And that's, you know, I say the same actually about my copywriting course. It's not the cheapest and it's not the shortest, but the difference is how confident students feel when they when they finish, which is very, by the way. But, um, you know, that's enough about us. But I think that's a really great example. But I think we can maybe talk through another example that might, you know, show it for a product. So we talked about 
two services there. You know, I was recently looking for hiking boots, so this is really fresh in my mind. But, you know, I was looking through the feature list for all these boots and heavy-duty materials and waterproof and cushioned soles and unknottable laces and blah, 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 blah. But then I saw one, which was for L.L. Bean, I think it was, and it said, unfortunately, they only come in two colours. And this is a great case because it made me look at all the other features, like lifetime guarantees and all the other stuff, and go, well, the colours don't actually matter because of all these other really awesome things. Who cares about the colour? So, you know, that's a, like, that's a product example of, of including a minor, in quotes, disadvantage can help make everything else look more awesome. Yeah. I mean, for me, the colour would be so important. So I'd be like, <laughs> I don't care about the places. But, yeah, you know, it's also about thinking about your different audiences and what's going to, you know, what's going to matter to one person what matter to somebody else, you know. So I think that's important. Um, and while we're talking about this, when I was researching for this podcast, I read an interesting article that I'll include in the show notes. And it was basically saying that no one cares about your features and benefits except you. And that all your copy needs to do is just one thing. It needs to answer customer questions by providing ideas and solutions. So does that throw out everything we've talked about? Or do you think it was just one Dumb article. <laughs> I think, I think I agree, but only in part. A little bit of controversy here, but you know, I think people do only care about solutions. Check, but I, I don't think you can only talk about the solution. I think you need to cut the waffle, and and I think it's really important to frame these solutions with the payoffs people will respond to, and that's the benefits. I think the benefits paint the bigger picture of what the solution can provide. But I don't think you can have only benefits because it, it would just, it's too fluffy. Oh my God, your life will be amazing with this hammer. You know, you need to have lots of tangible features to make the benefits feel more credible. And so, yeah, I, I only agree in part with that statement. I don't think you can take the benefits so seriously that that's all you have. Yeah, well, I think, you know, read the article, everybody who's listening and have a have a look at it and see what you think. You know, and I think you have to find your own way with, with this and, and think about the specific product. You know, I think you know, you're talking about Hammer, that you don't want to get too far into those. Was it psychosomatic? What was it? Psycho Psychosocial. Psychosocial, um, you know, elements. I think you probably want to stick pretty much with features because a hammer's a hammer or a spade's a spade, as they say. But, you know, something a bit more advanced or a bit more... I think ephemeral, a bit more out there, you might have to go a bit more into emotion land to get people to connect with what the heck this thing is. I don't know. So it really does depend on what you're writing about. Yeah, I think possibly the price might influence this as well. Like you may have to have a lot more meaningful benefits for something that's more expensive. Yeah, exactly. So so let's wrap up. I thought I might just have a few really quick uh, summary points for what we're talking about. So when you're writing for clients and you're thinking about your features and benefits, I'd say always work through all the features and come up with benefits. Even if you don't use them all, I think the process can help you uncover something quite unique. I would say keep brainstorming until you get to the benefit that really matters. Um, it can be time-consuming, but that's what really good copywriters do. They know how to dig deep. Um, sometimes it'll be really fast, but I think it's worth digging and digging and digging until you get to that really big 
benefit that will matter. And, you know, you need a mix of benefits and features and disadvantages to give some credibility to your copy. Is it, have I missed anything? I think you've missed one really important one, and that is to keep your children away from the shopping channel. My son now wants to buy the complete gym and the bamboo pillows and knows the shopping channel number off by heart. He doesn't even know my mobile number. So just be careful of the power of advertising people. It's a scary thing. That is hilarious. I'm going to keep that in mind because I'm already at the mercy of toddler TV and those damn songs. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on the wiggles. <laughs> So I think I think that's it for another episode. Yeah, great job. Features and benefits and advantages. Done. Done. What do you call an Italian with a rubber toe? I don't know. Roberto. <laughs> I've got another one. What do you call a French man in sandals? <laughs> what? Philippe Flop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>